Good morning and welcome to 131 episode of Miracle World today and part 42 of World and Wisdom. Wisdom line 247. Do not look down on yourself. Although you are one, do not look down on yourself although you are one, but you have many dimensions unbeknown to you. In fact, you are like the spiritual stone with seven dynamic eyes on it. Therefore, look no more far off. I repeat again, do not look down on yourself although you are one person, but you have many dimensions unbeknown to you. In fact, you are like the spiritual stone with seven dynamic eyes on it. Therefore, look no more far off. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 9 says, See the stone I have said before Joshua. On that one stone are seven eyes. Amen, somebody. Behold, I will engrave on it an inscription declares the Lord of hosts. Now we remove the, iniqui- the iniquity of this land. In a single day. The Bible says that on that one stone is seven eyes. Mm, some of you do not know that you may be one. <laughs> you may be alone, but you have ten spiritual eyes. Hello, somebody. You may be one person. You may even be, you know, maybe you are, you are the only person that, that, that were born in your family. Yet God have given you Ten tangible or hundred tangible dimensions. <laughs> you have dimensions you don't even understand. Some of you have seven, seven speaks of perfect number. Some of you have a perfect dimensions <laughs> that you don't even know that you do have. Hello, somebody. So do not look down on yourself because you think I'm one. I can't do anything. A lot of people are against me and there are hundred fighting me. You know, so how can I be able to fight this multitude? No, you may be one person, but you have four, seven. <laughs> you have, I mean, seven spiritual eyes. You have seven dimensions. You have seven power, seven anointing. Speaks of perfection. So if God, you understand that there are more to you than you do know. Though you seem to, 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 you seem to be one stone in the eyes of many, yet in the eyes of God, you have so much that is working for you. <laughs> what I'm wishing number 248, it, it is useless to hide your ways before your God. In fact, there is no hidden place before the presence of Jehovah because his eyes are open his creation on a daily basis. So, no, so now is the time to get your life right. Lord somebody, Proverbs 15 verse 3. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. Did you hear that? Observing the evil and the good. God is not only observing the evil of man, he's also observing the good of man. That everything good you've done, God is, take, is taking notice. And everything bad you've done, your creator is taking notice. So you cannot hide from God. No need to hide your lifestyle. 
No need to hide yourself from the face of the Lord because his eyes is everywhere observing the evil and the good man has done here on earth. I repeat again, it is useless to hide your ways before your God. Hello. In fact, there is no hidden place or hiding place before the presence of Jehovah. Why? Because his eyes are open his creation on a daily basis. So now is the time to get your life right. Now is the time to get your art together. A lot of us think, you know, that we can hide some stuff from God. I'm telling you, friend, if you ever thinking you can hide your past from God, you're wasting your time. The best thing you've got to do right now is to confess your sins if you've sinned against God. And Lord, somebody, just be open with God and confess your sin. And if you think that you're doing the right thing, keep doing that right. Keep keep, keep doing the right thing that you've chosen to do. To do. At the end of the day, the Lord will reward you. You've chosen to do that right thing, keep doing it. You are not going to regret. No one cannot give God. God, as a matter of fact, is a giver, not a taker. The Bible says he's, He is what a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So I want to encourage you, my friend, to stop hiding your sin. Just go before the Lord and, and naked yourself before the Holy Spirit. And say, Dear Holy Spirit, I am sorry I've blown it up. But I want to get my life right. I want to get my art together. Just help me you know, to fix my life. You know, help me to sew my life together again. I want to save you. And God will do it for you. Instead of you hiding the Lord from mountain to the valley. It will not help you, my friend. Hello, somebody. Word of wisdom number 249. Knowing the right thing without doing them is as bad as knowing it's as bad uh, is as bad as not knowing at all until you do the good you know you know nothing at all hence you must live beyond the realms of i know things to i do things because doing is the uh, is the dimension of god lost somebody john chapter 13 verse uh, verse 17 says if you know if you know distance you will be blessed if you do them if you know distance you'll be blessed if you do them no <laughs> hello somebody some of you know stuff but you don't do it but Jesus was, was telling them if you know distance hello somebody you will not be blessed because you know them you'll be blessed because you do them no wonder the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 1 says, And what Jesus Christ began to do and teach. So it is not only knowing it or teaching it, but it is doing it. Hello somebody. And we must from time to time continue to stretch ourselves to do the will of God. Sometimes doing the will of God is costly. Sometimes it could be painful. Sometimes it will stress you out. But at the end of the day, you will gain, you will benefit. <laughs> there is no shortcut in following God and in doing His will. Therefore, I repeat again, knowing the right thing without doing them is as bad as not knowing at all. It is better you don't know anything than to know them and not do them. Until you do the good, good you know, you know nothing at all. 
Therefore, you must live beyond the realms of I know things to the realms of I do things. Because doing is the dimension of God. Hello, dear friend. You've got to understand <laughs> that everything you know without doing them will become your judge at the last day. Hello, somebody. Someone, the Bible says, you know, and if the truth you know will set you free. But I think we've got to understand it's not only the truth that you know that will set you free, but the truth that you do. You could know the truth. You may know what the truth is all about, but you're not doing them. And once you're not doing them, that truth becomes your judge at the last day. You've got to understand that um, the coming of Jesus Christ, I believe, is more closer than, uh, than, than we do know. Just yesterday, we were told by the Prime Minister of New Zealand that we are, Auckland is going in, going in another lockdown. The whole world, we are busy celebrating New Zealand. Now, COVID-19 has been discovered, you know, in the community once again. So, the world is not safe. Your man is not even guaranteed. Your position is not guaranteed. No part of the world where you live right now is guaranteed. Even if you have a private jet, where will you fly to? So it is important to know that what will secure your future is the truth you are doing right now. Are you doing what you know? Or do you just know stuff for knowing's sake? It will never make a difference in your life for just knowing. Hello, somebody, until you start doing them. Glory to God. I hope I'm still making sense. <laughs> Word of wisdom number 250. Whenever a nation is out of control, it, it is because the leaders has failed. Israelites were out of control in wilderness because Aaron was a weak and a compromising leader. Show me your leaders and I will show you the kind of nation they will raise or build. Esodo chapter 32 verse 25. The Bible says Moses saw that the people were out of control. For Aaron had let them run wild and become a laughing stock to their enemies. Anytime you see indiscipline in a nation, you see corruption in a nation, you see crime, a lot somebody, racism, the reason is because of those that are leading that nation. One of the reasons Israel became, you know, began to run out of control when Moses was not there. It's because Aaron was a little bit of weak leader, a compromising leader. To some extent, can I describe him to be corrupt with the way he thinks? Hello, somebody. Whatever the people ask him to do, he just do it for them, whether it is good or bad. He just want to grant them their hard desire instead of doing the will of the Lord. So, my friend, it's important to understand that whenever a nation is out of control, I repeat again, it is because the leaders has failed. Israelites were out of control in the wilderness because Aaron was a weak and a compromising leader. Show me your leaders and I will show you the kind of nation that we raise or build in the future for you. May God help our leaders today who are weak. Hello, somebody who do not have, I mean, they don't have capacity. Hello, somebody. They don't have the skill to lead. They are inept leaders. 
praying that God Almighty will not allow those leaders to find their way to the seat of power. Because these are the men today that are, they are running for election, but they have nothing to offer. I once worked with a man, worked with a man who told me he was running for the governor of his state many years ago. But when I walked with this man in the ministry, I was shocked that he was running for the governor of his state to become a governor. Because I'm telling you, if he had won, it would have been a mess. Because I find out that the man, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say this, there is no, I couldn't find, there's no wisdom. Doesn't have wisdom. I was wondering, I said, how could this man be running for public office with an absolutely you know, a lack of wisdom in the way he do his things? And you have a lot of leaders like that today in the seat of power. They have no wisdom, but they are running for power. <clears throat> May God deliver your nation from such leaders. In Jesus' name, amen. Word and wisdom number 251, and my last for today. <coughs> your primary call is to minister to the Lord and not to always, you know, minister to yourself. Unfortunately, many go to the church with the aim of receiving blessings and no longer of what ministering to their creator. But the Bible says, and Samuel ministered to the Lord. The book of 1 Samuel 3 verse 1. And the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. Why that word? And the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord, not to himself, ministered to the Lord before Eli. Now in those days, the word of the Lord was rare and visions were scarce. Many of us go to church today just to feed the worship, to feed the world, to receive deliverance and healing. But we are not thinking of going to minister to our God. Going to truly honor him and say, Lord, we are here to sacrifice our praise to you. We have to give you a praise of thanksgiving. God is looking for men and women who are willing to minister to him. Are you one of those who always want to minister to yourself and not to your creator? Your primary calling, your primary purpose is to learn to minister to your creator. Learn to worship him in truth and in spirit. Because God himself is a spirit. And those who, who must worship him, must worship him in truth and in spirit. I repeat again, your primary call is to minister to the Lord and not always to yourself. Hello, somebody. <clears throat> Unfortunately, many people go to church with the aim of receiving blessings and no longer of ministering to their creator. But the Bible says, and Samuel ministered to the Lord. I pray today that your desire, your foremost desire, from this day will be to minister to your God all the days of your life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Lord, thank you for everyone that listened to this podcast today. I pray for them and their family. I pray for wisdom. I pray for understanding. I pray for clarity. As they listen to this teaching, may their life, oh God, may their life, oh God, turn for good, change for good, transform for good. May you do a remarkable thing in their relationship with you. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Apostle Prince Blessing Chikizie, the senior pastor of King's Mercy Global Church here in Auckland, New Zealand. Follow us in Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. God bless you. Bye.